I make them on the bus for the crew every once in a while. You have an oven on your bus? I have a little bus on the oven, yeah. Wow. yeah. Oven on your bus. <laughs> I have an oven on the bus, yeah. I do, I have a little oven on the bus, and uh, it's dangerous going down the road at 70 miles an hour pulling hot cookies out of the oven, but I still do it. Yeah, like what happens if you hit a pothole or a speed bump or something? Well, then my bus driver, Dana, gets yelled at. <laughs> Well, hello there, and welcome to the Exam Room Podcast, brought to you by the Physicians Committee. Hi, I am the weight loss champion, Chuck Carroll. Thank you so very much for giving the show a listen this week, or a view, or a download, wherever it is in the world that you are. We are so grateful that you are here. Tis the season, my friends. You know, holiday parties and cookies and cakes and sweets and everything that packs on those pounds. And when you get to January 1st, you step on the scale and you say, oh my gosh, what happened in December? Well, as the calendar nears 1-1-2020, that's just incredible by itself. 2020, man, seems so far away, yet it's already here almost. But as that calendar flips to the new year, why not get a jump start on making sure that those pounds aren't there? So here's what we're going to do on today's show. We are going to be talking about healthier holiday treats. And yes, I fully realize that there is only less than a week until Christmas. But you also know that those holiday parties, they extend all the way to the new year. So we are giving you a two-week jumpstart on those New Year's resolutions. And, and as I'm joined on location for a live show with the Fiber Queen, the Queen of Veggie Quest, Lee Crosby, she and I are going to be telling you about healthier holiday treats. Yes, it is indeed still possible to indulge your sweet tooth without packing on the pounds. So we're going to be talking about healthier holiday treats. So stay tuned for that. And at this live show that we taped at the Fruitive in Washington, D.C., wonderful plant-based restaurant, by the way, I baked cookies the night before the show, and I'm bringing them to the event for people to sample. I am not a baker. This is going to be very interesting, but I used Rip Esselstyn's oatmeal raisin chocolate chip cookie recipe from his Engine 2 cookbook. I'm really excited about the way that they turned out, and so hopefully the crowd will be equally as excited, and I will post up the recipe on my Facebook page for you to enjoy that as well. So, healthier holiday treats are on the way, but also on the way on today's show, something extraordinary. We have bona fide celebrities in the house. Audrey Dunham, wonderful nutritionist and trainer in the plant-based community. She is back on the show, and she has brought her husband... You know, comedian Jeff Dunham, the ventriloquist, him with all of his dummies that he brings up on stage, brings them to life. Well, they joined me when I was out in Los Angeles recently, and we got a chance to sit down and talk for about a half an hour about everything. It is a hysterical conversation, by the way. Jeff and Audrey, they are equally funny people. Like these two, they need their own show. And I'm just so grateful that they've given us a half an hour of their own time to talk about how they keep it plant-based with their two young twin sons, how Jeff keeps it plant-based on the road, who does the cooking and all sorts of fun stuff. And oh, by the way, 
Audrey. Audrey has some new cookies coming out from her cookie line that we're going to be talking about as well. Her cookie line is Peanuts Bake Shop. So we're going to be getting into all of that as we talk about healthier holiday treats. But first up, Lee Crosby and I from The Fruitive in Washington, D.C. On location here with the Exam Room Podcast, brought to you by the Physicians Committee with the weight loss champion, Chuck Carroll, here at the Fruitive Restaurant, a beautiful location in DuPont Circle on Connecticut Avenue, not too terribly far from the White House here in Washington, D.C., sitting just to my right, you know her as the Fiber Queen, she is also the Queen of Veggie Quest, and she is a personal friend and one heck of a dietitian, Lee Crosby, thanks for joining us. Delighted to be here, Chuck. This is a, yeah, yeah, clap it up for hey. Lee. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> See, they love you. They love you. Don't don't tell, you know, don't tell anybody. I never thought I'd be famous for being the fiber queen, but here you have it. Like everybody needs a gimmick, Lee. Everybody needs Apparently a gimmick. Apparently, that's my thing. You I'll just take wait. It. I'll take it. You know, people come I up to me. Honored. Well, you should be. People come up to me at Veg Fests, and they're like, "Is the fiber queen here?" <laughs> my parents would be so proud. They <laughs> They're so sad when the answer is no. You know, I'll FaceTime you next time they do that. Though. That would be amazing. That would, uh-huh. So anyway, uh, happy uh, holiday season to you. Happy holidays to you. I'm excited. Do you get excited about this time of year? I, I do. do. Yeah. I do. What's I get your... a little bummed with the days getting shorter, but it's made up for with all the lights. But you know what? I was talking with uh, Dr. Barnard earlier today, and he pointed out very astutely that we're almost at, I believe it's, what is it, the winter solstice? Yes. Where the days start to get longer oh, once yeah. again? It gets colder, but we get more light. I'm on board I'm with it. Yeah. You know, that's that's an okay trade-off. We yep. just have to get through January and February and March, and maybe it starts <laughs> to heat up again in April. So just, you know, till June, and then in June it'll be great. Yes. Yay. Perfect. Uh, so this is a friendly reminder that our most listened to market is actually Los Angeles. So to those of you who are hearing uh-huh. this where it is sunny and 75, bah humbug. <laughs> Anyway, so we are talking about healthier holiday treats because, Lee, believe it or not, it is healthy. Uh, there are healthier options out there if you still want to indulge that sweet tooth. As Absolutely. We, you know, it is the season for holiday parties and cookies and cakes and things like that. But it's also the season that a lot of people dread because they know that when that calendar flips to January 1st and they step on that scale, they're going to be in for a rude awakening. Yeah, they'll be paying the piper on that one. Yeah. 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 But you have gone to school, you have studied this, and you have I did. blogged about this extensively. And that is why I thought you would be the perfect guest to come on the show and help guide us through the fat and calorie. Uh, I can't use the H-E double hockey stick word on this show, but, uh, you know, just this entrapment of goodness is... I think that that's really entrapment the, of goodness, it, goodness? of good tastingness, good tastingness. I there think that's go. the technical term. You See, guys we, heard it here first. We make up words, especially <laughs> when we're taping at night. Uh, anyway, so uh, Lee, how do we get through the holidays without buying bigger pants? Uh, okay. Well, first, again, treats are treats happen, so that's <laughs> going to be a thing. So the trick is to make better for you treats. And that means taking out some of the butter and shortening and the stuff that gets people in trouble. Can we just stop for a minute, actually, in terms of health? Do you know the most, the highest risk day of the year for having a heart attack? Uh, Christmas Eve, when you realize you haven't started shopping yet. Oh, I didn't know the mechanism behind it. But <laughs> it, yes, it's Christmas Eve. I was thinking it was all that family togetherness, but maybe mm. it's the not having shopped yet. Anyways, Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yep. Fun fact. That Not is, so fun fact, actually. No, that's actually kind of sad. So this is why it's actually important 
to be making healthier holiday treats. So taking the shortening and butter out. So we've like these beautiful. Can we talk about the fact that we may made? talk about these cookies? Sure. So, yeah, talk Chuck about Carroll them. has made cookies that are a hybrid of all the great things in the world. So it's oatmeal, which I'm going to talk about the health benefits of that because fiber queen. But right. it's got chocolate chips and it's got raisins. So it's oatmeal raisin cookies and chocolate chip cookies getting together and having a baby. And it's these cookies right here. Uh, it's pretty incredible. It re- they really are good. So can I talk about the health benefits? I mean, why don't you? That's why we're here. All right, great. So then we'll get back to the, the other holiday treat hacks. But for these cookies here, we've taken the butter and the shortening out and replaced it with... Uh, almond butter. There you go. So you get a little... So yes, there's some fat in there, but you're going to get protein and fiber and minerals and all kinds of good stuff in there with it. Yep. And you're not going to get nearly as much saturated fat and you're going to have zero cholesterol. So that's these huge. are cookies you can really get on board with. That's huge. You Plus know? raisins. I know. Plus dairy free chocolate chips. Right. Just, a l- a few. Just a few. That's right. And a little bit of maple syrup in there. I mean, these are plenty sweet, these cookies are. Oh, let yeah. T- let me tell you something. Uh, if I was a little kid and I knew that Santa was coming down the chimney, I would leave these cookies and be pretty confident that I'm going to have twice as many gifts in the morning. Uh, I think you would. Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I mean, these are these are amazing. By the way, these are from uh, Rip Esselstyn's Engine 2 Cookbook, and they we're going to put up a link uh, on our website and in the show notes below uh, where you can check this out and make them for yourself so you can take these to your holiday parties and surprise and impress your friends and family as well. And you're protecting Santa's heart, so we're going to circle back to that because of the oats. So you guys, if anyone has listened to the podcast before, you've probably heard me get really excited about soluble fiber. Um, and I do get really excited about soluble fiber because it's kind of magical. And this is a magical season. So soluble fiber is found in oats, right? If you guys have ever seen that little heart-healthy label on Cheerios, that's because the oats in there are really rich in soluble fiber. And what soluble fiber does is it soaks up in your gastrointestinal tract. It soaks up excess cholesterol and wastes like a sponge holds on to them so you don't reabsorb your own waste, which is pretty great. Don't want to do that. And then what you guys are eating, we'll just say when you have a a daily constitutional moving on, that just goes, it is escorted out of the body. You have to talk about it. I do. You guys, I'm sorry. You knew it was, you knew it was coming. You really did. Hashtag fiber queen. (laughs) Sorry. That's all good. So anyways, these are extra good because even the flour in here is oat flour. Right. So it's not just, usually it's rolled oats and wheat flour and that's fine, but this is even better. So it's oat flour and oats. 100% 100% whole grain. That's a lot of fiber. It's a lot of fiber. I didn't run the nutrition facts through this. I mean, I'm sure I could whip this up and, and figure it out, but that's that's a lot of fiber. Plus the ground flaxseed. So our egg replacer in here, which this is a nice pro tip, is that you can replace eggs in any recipe, nearly any recipe, like a baked good, with a flax egg. So you're going to take about three tablespoons of water and a tablespoon of ground flaxseed, and that can be a replacement for eggs in most of your baking recipes. I did not know that. Yep. I'm going to keep that in mind yep. because we have an episode coming up with uh, Dr. Barnard. You know, we just released that egg study. Yes. Uh, you know, that, that was a very interesting stuff. one. Yeah, stay tuned for that, boys and girls. That is mind-blowing science and research. It went over 70 years' worth of data to, to put this one together. It took forever to compile this, but it's just mind-blowing. So flax, flax and Flax, water. egg, yeah. Wow. All right. Good to know. Uh, I feel like we also should touch on chocolate a little bit because... Well, chocolate. Everybody because likes chocolate, chocolate right? right? I mean, okay, anybody here who doesn't like chocolate, 
Anyway, yeah, I'm seeing zero hands right, right. now, so I'm going to go with that. So I love chocolate because it does have fiber. That is true. Um, but it also has flavanols. And these can actually help with memory and brain health. And I don't know about you guys, but especially this time of year, all the, there's just so much happening. I can use all the memory help I can get. So flavanols in cocoa. But better to have it in the form of cocoa powder or very small amounts of dairy-free chocolate chips. Yep. Because then you're going to get more of the flavanol goodness and less of the saturated fat. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, since we're here at Fruitive, I will tell you right now that my absolute favorite thing on the menu is the cacao pow. So if you like the chocolate, go with the cacao pow. It's a liquid meal. It will fill you up. And I'm telling you, your taste buds will be tap dancing. It is so good. Also, you'll get to say cacao pow when you order it. I know, right? I almost feel like the crowd <laughs> should say that in unison. Like, So like on the count of three, everybody cacao pow. Oh, I know. It sounds funny, right? So but excited. it's I know. Like, it's impossible not to smile. One, two. Two, three. Cacao pow. Yeah. Oh. See? Right? The best. Greg, my hat's off to you, my friend. That is just a delicious <laughs> concoction that you guys have come up with. Um, so anyway, yeah, chocolate gets a bad rap. But really, the thing about chocolate that I've come to learn in talking with you and all of our colleagues at the Physicians Committee is that it's not the chocolate that's bad. It's everything that's added to Correct. the chocolate. Correct. Yep. Yeah. It's the bar of solid saturated fat that it comes in usually and then all the sugar that they pour in on top of that mm-hmm. but the chocolate itself generally particularly just the cocoa powder that's had all the bad stuff taken out you just get the good stuff left right uh, and i will tell you that the chocolate chips here are well obviously 100 percent vegan uh but they are sweetened with a little bit of stevia oh interesting yeah yeah, yeah. so there's no like refined sugar in there per se it's, wow it's stevia and it's uh that's hardcore it's dark chocolate yeah i was yeah. really proud of this like you were you are surprised at the things that you can find in the grocery store if you look hard enough. It's a it's a whole new world out there. It Jack. is a whole new. I'm I'm excited about this. So anyway, uh, after you guys finish your chili, there are some other things coming. You're going to enjoy that. But I promise you, I have right here the cookies that I made at home yesterday, and I hope that they turned out okay. My wife enjoyed them. She is really the taste tester uh, for me, and if she gives the thumbs up and the stamp of approval, I'm pretty sure you guys are in for a treat, right? Oh, yeah. I've been kind of looking forward to these. Uh, as well, you should. Now, I know that you do a lot of baking as well, right? I do. I do. I actually made a Christmas confetti cake. Um, I think it was last week for a potluck, and it went over quite well. There, is that the same Christmas confetti cake that we may have brought into ABC7? It may have been. Mm. I had I had cake envy. Yeah, wh- <laughs> I saw it. And I was like, oh, I ain't going to have to make this. So I made it again two days later. Hey. Uh, so it just so happens that I have that recipe right in front of oh, me. Oh, yeah. It's actually really healthy. Surprisingly yeah. healthy. I'm looking at this. Shocker. There's flaxseed in that as well. Yep. Again, you've got that egg replacement in there. But so it actually has, it's really moist and dense and delightful. So it's 100% whole wheat flour used to make it. And then it's got like an entire bag pretty much of fresh cranberries. And so you just, you get them in a food processor and you pulse them until they're a little small. So they're adding a lot of moisture and then you're getting, and those actually have resveratrol, which also heart healthy. And then you're getting grated carrot in there. And again, a lot, it's like a cup of packed carrot, which in just this one, one little round cake is a lot, but it adds surprisingly, a surprising amount of sweetness Mm. actually, which is really good. And those carotenoids, because it's also the season of germs. I don't know if anyone has kids in the family and bless their hearts. They are just surrounded by germs at school and they bring them home. God bless them. I know. God bless them, everyone. (laughs) And so it can help them fight off the germs and help you fight off the germs. So again, I like to, this is a cake you can feel good about. 
Yeah, it looks like a firework exploded in flowers. It's also really pretty. I know yeah. that you don't need to have pretty food, but it's so much more fun. This is this one's seriously festive. Um, it also calls for aquafaba. Yeah, aquafaba. That's just a real fancy word for bean juice. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> I was like, what is it? What, what? But it's a specific kind of bean juice. What, uh, you don't, you don't, chickpea, chickpea. So the liquid that comes in a can of chickpeas, that's aquafaba. Again, yeah. aquafaba sounds much fancier. Aqua, yeah, like <laughs> than chickpea juice. Chickpea like, juice nobody's going to drink chickpea yeah. juice, right? Greg, don't ever put that on your menu, chickpea juice. But, but, but if you bottle aquafaba, I'm sure it would sell like hotcakes. You can make legitimate meringues with these. It is wild. I actually had a friend make a, I was blown away. It it really does work just like you you can whip it up and it works like egg white, but no egg. There, and probably some soluble fiber in there. Yeah, there's a chef uh, in town, Chef Bev. She's been on the show a few times in the past. And she actually went around and solicited to people in the office. She said, hey, if you have any leftover chickpea juice, <laughs> a.k.a. aquafaba, you know, bring it to me. I would love to do something with it. And apparently, like, you can do crazy, crazy things with it. You know? Oh, yeah. No. You know, I've Mind seen blown. cheese, cheesy chickpea things created with aquafaba which i'm now just gonna say because that's the funniest name ever like the next time i get a dog i think i'm gonna name him aquafaba aquafaba it's kind of great it is it is a fun name (laughs) (laughs) we digress i know so anyway i mean there are so many healthier options that you can do when it comes to holiday treats right so it's not just chocolate and chocolate can we talk about the chocolate banana chocolate lovers banana yes yes Again, Let's. it always comes down to chocolate. I'm sorry if there's anyone here who doesn't like it, but I didn't see any hands. So I think we're all we're in a pro chocolate crowd here. Um, so this banana bread, again, you're replacing all the, in this case, all the oil. There's no butter. There's no shortening. You're replacing that with those really extra ripe bananas. So you get a lot of extra sweetness and moisture without all the sort of deadlier stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. Huge fan. I- and cocoa powder. Of course. All the flavonols. Of course. You know, I almost made this to bring instead of the cookies. Ooh, but, that's a tough call. But the bananas weren't ripe enough. And oh, you need to have fell. those ripe bananas. And what happens when I walk in the door here at Fruitive, I see right above the blender just this beautiful stack of ripe bananas that are perfect for this kind of a thing. Like super freckly? Like, uh, yeah, oh, oh, super yeah. freckly. Absolutely. They look like <gasps> me as a need. kid in summer. Super freckly. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, well, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Like, uh, <laughs> but, but I mean, the, the bananas are just, you can't make this with a green banana. Oh no. Has anyone ever tried making banana bread with a green banana? Yeah. I've seen a couple of head shakes like, oh, uh, don't, no. don't go there. It's not pretty. Mm-mm. But, uh, real quick, as long as we're talking about that, the true or false, the, the greener, the banana, maybe the higher, the nutritional value of it. Well, the higher, the resistant starch. So in terms of different kinds of carbohydrates so there's a sort of is it a fiber is it a not a fiber resistant starch is actually starch that you don't absorb so it's not technically a fiber but since you don't absorb it it's like a fiber and green bananas are super high in it Mm. yeah so in terms of feeding the good gut flora that you have hanging out in your intestinal tract green bananas are actually great but they're not as sweet and delightful to eat okay so you say it's it's better for your gut flora if it's green but But, 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 will a ripe banana do any damage to said gut flora? No, gosh, of course not. That's the important thing. So you're going to be neutral there, right? Oh, yeah. No, not just neutral, positive. All right. Bananas, they got the potassium to help you lower your blood pressure. You got good stuff in there. So we don't need green bananas. We can just go with them. Don't hate on them. I'm not going to hate on them. I'm just, (laughs) 
Okay, a little bit I am. All right, they fine. just don't not, taste good. Certainly no. not for your chocolate banana bread. <laughs> I think that's a fair, I think we can say that. No, nah, that's that's fine. So this recipe that we have, uh, this is actually from uh, the Physicians Committee recipe database. It you is. can pull this up at pcrm.org slash recipes. How does this banana bread compare nutritionally to the banana bread that you might find in your mom's or your grandmom's cookbook or one oh, that you might buy in the wow. store? I actually just saw the one. I went through my recipes and I saw my grandma's. Sorry, Nana. I saw her recipe for banana bread and there was a lot of butter going on in there. So this is just in terms of health leaps and bounds better. And it's really good. It's really good. I actually tried this because this was on the Good Morning Washington segment that we did. Oh, yeah. And it was amazing. Like, amazing. Yeah, and the chocolate chips on here were optional. But you better believe that we they exercised that option. <laughs> uh, but check this out. So broken down just by fat and calories, which seems to be the biggest thing that people care about this time of year and the rest of the year for that matter. Per slice, it's only 2 grams of fat and 174 calories. That's really good for any treat ever. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure those are generous slices because it's a, the big full-size loaf pan and it's 10 slices so it's not like some of the serving sizes where you're like serving size of chips six what (laughs) for whom (laughs) yeah uh what did we use to replace the butter in this i'm curious because there is absolutely zero butter in said that's where the ripe bananas come in they replace butter and egg ah it's like a little miracle no flax in this one yeah but they got chia seeds so the chia seeds are actually going to be doing some of the egg-like properties, too. But I have seen egg replacement with very ripe bananas. Huh. Mashed up, pureed. No. You've seen a lot. That's yes. because you did the veggie I've club. seen it all. I know, right? <laughs> you have, like, all sorts of fun little recipes that you've done in your day. I have done a lot of recipes, class. yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. I've made a chocolate pie out of cauliflower. Come on. That's I'm next sorry, level. say that again? I mean, that's not necessarily a holiday thing, but I got to hear good. about this. It's good. I'm seeing skepticism. It is really good. It's Okay, so you can't I actually tried it. Tr- I tried making it as like a cheesecake because I'd seen cauliflower and tried it in a lasagna as a cheese replacer. And I was like, it was mind-boggling. So I'm like, I wonder if I can make a cheesecake out of this. I tried with like a little lemon. It just didn't quite, mm-mm. But the chocolate... Spot on. Perfect. And the thickener, you use the agar, so it comes out beautiful. It's beautiful. It's just beautiful. And then you use oat flour and um, Dutch cocoa powder to make an Oreo-type crust. Oh, you guys, it's so good. Let me tell you something. It's so good. In a few years, there may or may not be some, you know, new things happening over at the office. And I really hope that they put in this fabulous kitchen so that I can co-op all of your time. (laughs) And just have you cook things for the show. Sounds great. It will be the recipe of the the day, not even the week. We're just going to put you to work. Wow. Cauliflower chocolate stuff. Super. I know. I'm just saying. (laughs) You're good at it. It would be fun. I don't know. So anyway, bottom line is this, right? I I think that we've we've covered the majority of what it is that we need to cover when it comes to healthier holiday treats. Absolutely. There are some options out there that you can make. That's the food itself. But let's talk about the social situations, right? We just had our holiday party, and we are spoiled by the fact that we work in a plant-based office where vegan options are plentiful. But the odds are, if you're listening to this, you don't work in a vegan office and your holiday party will be rife with all sorts of things that is not necessarily going to be on your menu. And then you might get, you know, those those inquiring minds want to know, why are you vegan? Why won't you eat this meatball? How do you deal with those social situations, Lee Crosby? Oh, wow. So I have definitely had those situations, some with friends, some with family members. 
Um, there are a couple different ways. My my best advice on this one, and again, you kind of have to almost experiment with this and see what works in whatever group you're with. Um, the best one I had actually came from a clinical psychologist named Dr. Doug Lyle, who's actually worked out at the True North Health Center. Ah. And he has, his suggestion was to say, if someone's like, well, why, why are you eating vegan? Or why are you eating plant-based? The answer is, you know, this is just working for me right now. Because they can't really say, well, no, it's not. I mean, they could, but that would be kind of weird. So that's usually just, this is working for me right now. Well, why are you doing it? I don't know. Just, you know, whether you're doing it for health or animals, you can say that. Just say, but it's working for me right now. And eventually, if they don't get a rise out of you, because oftentimes if someone is really pushing, they're just trying to, they're just ribbing you. They just want to get you, you know, just get some kind of reaction. So that's sort of the first piece. This is working for me right now because there's not really much of a response. Yep. That they can give. And then just sort of do the broken record. And then if it's someone who genuinely does want to know why you're doing it, that's a different conversation. That's something where you can really engage them and explain the science and talk about other reasons, personal reasons you're doing it. But if it's just someone who's trying to, you know, get a rise out of you. That's where I usually go. I, you know, I, I love it when people are genuinely curious about that because oh, yeah. so often the reason that a person adopts a plant-based diet goes back to a really personal story for them that is just epic to tell. Yours is phenomenal. You know, I'd like to think that mine carries some weight, but I look across the room and I can't see anybody in here that doesn't have a, a great story as to why. I'm looking at Greg. Spoke with him a couple months ago down in Virginia Beach. Heard his story about why he went plant-based. It was great. It was for health reasons and because, you know, his son left the water running overnight and, you know, was just wasting water, which was just, <laughs> and the way he was able to equate. Anyway, it's like, it's really fascinating why people turn to a plant-based diet. And so those are stories that definitely need to be told as well as the health tips. You know what I mean? True. And I also, I will say this. So I had some, some cousins of mine who they were guys and they were real guys, guys. And I will say this sort of ties into the personal reasons why one does this diet. So all my usual tricks were not working and they're like, Oh, you eat grass all day. Ha ha. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Never heard that before. So, but finally I just turned to them and I said, I'm doing this for breast health. Silence. Yo. They just like, oh, and walked away. So I'm not saying that you need to play a card like that, but sometimes it can come in, it can be, it can be useful that, to have in your back pocket. That is I mean, it works. Stopper. I'm just, just going to say that. So that, ladies, if you wanted to do that, you could. That is a showstopper. <laughs> it really did. It just done. I've been in many a locker room in my day with some of the manliest men on the face of the earth. Oh, and yeah. if you ever said anything Bright like red. that, yep, I mean, it would have like shut up a Super Bowl winning done. locker room. Yep. Done. And again, I tried all the the normal, usual things, and they were just having a good old time. So. And know. did they come back to you and ask questions later, or was that it? No, was that, that was the last time you spoke them. with those guys. Yeah. Well, not ever, but. <laughs> right on. Right on. About uh, that, yes. What about what about with family? Okay, because I remember when I first went plant based, and and people were asking me, "Are you are you sure you want to do that? Like, what? Why why are you doing that? You already eat so healthy." You know, but nobody really knows what healthy is. And they're like, you already done so much. Why, why are you doing this? Why, why do you want to be a hippie? I think that the stakes <laughs> are different when you're dealing with family because these aren't people that you can throw the word breast health at. Well, actually, they were cousins. Never... Okay. Well, Just I saying. stand corrected. <laughs> anyway, most families, they aren't the kind of people where you can say breast health and then excommunicate them from your life. No. You, you well, I didn't have... do the second part. Well, you know, you're ruining a good story here, Sorry, okay, continue. 
Right. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> Cut them off. Done. Anyway, family, right? So family. It's a, it's a different conversation it is. for most I people. I agree. Yeah. Give me some tips for dealing with family. So dealing with family, hopefully they're not just trying to rib you, but as I mentioned, sometimes they are. Depends on your family member. Um, but that's where you really can engage them with your personal story because usually you're going to have some pretty, you know, this is, it's a challenging, it can be challenging to eat plant-based. And so it's, there's usually a pretty compelling reason that you're doing it. So that's where if you have someone who, you know, is genuinely interested, yeah, I mean, hit them with the science, let them know like how this could benefit their health and well-being, and help them stay around and healthy for years to come. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, with family members, when they are coming with a genuine curiosity, Oh, it's, well, I mean, this is me, so I just nerd out. And then if they start to glaze over, I back off. But Something really important also for somebody to keep tucked away in their back pocket if they're going to go plant-based in the new year, if that's their New Year's resolution. Remember the why, because it's not just at the holiday parties. It's not just at New Year's Eve parties. It is throughout the year that you will be tested. Maybe not to the extent that you will be over the holidays, but know your why when that cheese tray passes by. Absolutely. And a lot of people, I do hear a lot, well, I want to lower my cholesterol. And I'm like, "Mm, okay, why do you want to lower your cholesterol? Because it's like if you see something that you was a favorite food before, like parading by, you're like, well, my cholesterol will be fine. It's just one time. So then it's like, well, why are you wanting to lower your cholesterol? Well, I want to be here for my spouse. Okay, wow, that yeah. just changed the equation. It's not just this number on a piece of paper that eh, at the end of the day, it's like, well, it's just this one time. Like having something that really grounds you and keeps you focused is so helpful. Yeah, and and to be perfectly honest with you and 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 to get serious like that's the thing that i love about being able to share stories on this podcast so much is people who have been you know been able to transform their life and they know their why and they tell that so eloquently and they speak with such emotion when they're thinking about their family member or their friends or you know the things on their bucket list that they haven't yet been able to check off but now they will be able to because that cholesterol has dropped because they've reversed diabetes because they've reversed heart disease all of those things Knowing your why, super, super important. Yeah, I mean, I will say I'm going to brag on my mom a little bit. She lost around 100 pounds on a plant-based diet, and it took her some time. It took three years, but she did it. And her why was she was having trouble getting off the floor from playing with her grandkids. And she was just heartbroken because she's, you know, she's the grandma that's in there and having fun and taking them places. So she was, that moment hit, and she was, it, she was done. That decision yeah. was made. It was, yeah. it was incredible to watch. Uh, yeah. She was actually one of the first guests that I ever had on this podcast. I, you're right. I guess she was. Was, uh, was. was Connie on show number one? She might have been. No, it was either I think one she or was, two. Yeah, I think she yeah. might have been on the, in there early on. Yeah. I'm just so proud of her. She's still doing good? Cool mom. Yeah, she's doing great. I haven't seen her in Super the, proud in of her. Yeah. yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Give her my best. Will do. Wish her a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year for me. We'll definitely do. Um, all right. So here's another big one that people get tripped up with. Not Again, not just this time of year, but throughout the year you go and you eat out you go to a restaurant it's not always going to be at a place like fruitive where i'm like it's, you go to fruitive right, hey right, problem <laughs> solved right um again cheers greg uh but here's the thing right so maybe you live in a city where there isn't yet a fruitive right what do you do what if you you look at happy cow and there's just nothing there what does a person do oh there's always something there i kind of like to take it as a fun challenge International cuisine is 
a slam dunk most of the time. So we're talking Mexican food, we're talking Italian food, Japanese, Chinese, Ethiopian food. These are all cuisines that just naturally have lots of really solid plant-based options there. So you're talking bean and rice and beans burritos and salads and all that stuff. You're looking at veggie sushi and edamame and it you just it, Chinese food, you can basically get anything you would have gotten with a different, you know, animal product you can get with tofu. It just it's it's just super simple. So yeah. that's my number one. I mean, even in an Italian restaurant, people think, oh, everything's got cheese. You just ask them to leave it off. You know, get some pasta marinara. You can get some minestrone soup, a big old salad. I mean, you're in a good place. Yeah. I think somebody told me that uh, one of those big chain Italian restaurants now offers zoodles to, to go <gasps> with their never-ending breadsticks, which so are not vegan. Actually, uh, if it's – is it – Olive Garden? It is. Because I believe it, at last check, and we might need to verify this, so don't quote me, but at last check, their breadsticks actually were. I thought as that long they, as they don't sprinkle cheese butter. on them. I don't. Okay. We might need to double check that. Uh, last time I checked, they were. Uh, I'm going to fruit. Okay, moving go. on. So just verify before you order. Okay? Right. <laughs> that's cool. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that's up. So that's if you get to choose. Yeah. Which I'm a huge fan. If you're with people that'll let you choose, great. Maybe they've already chosen for you. What do you do? Yeah. What, what do you do? What What do I do? Uh, I definitely try to steer it toward the Asian cuisine <laughs> because that is what I found to be the absolute easiest so place. Uh, and with the Asian, like you can not only keep it plant-based, but you can take it up a whole other level of healthy and have things steamed as opposed to fried bingo i'm a a big fan fan. like you can get steamed vegetables with brown rice and some tofu which is great yeah and if you want the sauce you can get a little bit on the side and dip your fork or do like a sweet and sour sauce it's not quite so you know not as salty and oily as some of the other sauces Yeah, yeah that's great or you know uh the the italian places again very easy to do uh but i always 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 try to steer clear of Somebody on my wife's side of the family loves to go to the buffets, and I'm not going to drop any names, but I'm just <laughs> saying. the innocent or not so innocent. I'm not going to a buffet. Sometimes you do have to put your foot down. Yeah, you buffets just are to. danger zones. They, they are. Well, they're just, there's nothing there. Yeah. There literally is nothing there for yeah. somebody that Everything wants to Everything is healthy. fraud. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should open up. Greg, we're oh, going to talk. I have an idea. That would I be. I have an idea, Greg. Amazing. <laughs> No pressure, but I don't know. Just, just saying. And so that's that's kind of what I do. I, I do my best to steer it, but worst case scenario, nine times out of ten, you can always find something, and you can just tell the waiter or waitress what it is that you need, and they will work with you. Yeah, even at a steakhouse, I know for a fact that Jill, who is in our audience here tonight, has done plant-based meals at a steakhouse. And the tip here is usually you're going to go with different, like fun sides. And a lot of times they'll maybe it's something they would normally make with butter. You just ask them to saute. It. If you're if you're going for the gold, you can ask them to steam saute something, and they might look at you like what? Or so you can just ask them to go very light on the oil. You can do sautéed spinach. You can do the asparagus. You almost every steakhouse has a baked potato or a baked sweet potato. There's all kinds of stuff. A big salad with that, like a strawberry pecan salad, something along those lines. A steakhouse, which you would think would be, you know, just like a desert. You can always find yeah. something. Well, you know, that's a hashtag spoiler. Uh, actually, uh, the, the next guest that will be uh, on the show, not here this evening, but if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher, first of all, thank you. Uh, <laughs> but also, uh, our next guest, a very famous comedian by the name of Jeff Dunham, he and I had a conversation recently out in L.A. He was telling me that the easiest place in the world to be vegan 
is actually at a steakhouse. What? For that very reason. Wow. I know. It seems so counterintuitive, dunk, right? done. Yeah. I know. It's great. Because you can just get the potato, you can get the steamed vegetables, and you're good to go. No and problem. I will say, this is another thing. Fancy restaurants, which oftentimes, if you just look at the menu, there's nothing plant-based on there. If you just look at the menu, but if you know you're going somewhere, because usually that's planned with a bigger group or, you know, it's a special occasion and you can call in advance and when they're not busy, because if you're calling at dinner hour, forget it, like they're not going to talk to you, but you can usually, sometimes I've, it's, I've only done it a few times, but I actually talked to the chef once directly. They're like, oh, well, the chef is here. Let me just put you on. I got the most amazing meal. Everyone else, my mom and I both got it. Everyone else was like, what's that? I didn't see that on the menu because it's colorful and gorgeous. Oh, it was, it was really good. That's and awesome. Again, I, we don't go that many fancy places, but if you're going somewhere real fancy, those chefs, a lot of them will take it, again, like as a fun challenge. Like, we're going to do this. Like, yeah, they don't. It's usually, it's like they get to go on a cooking show, you right. know, with some like, these are the ingredients. Go. Um, is there any situation that you've ever been in where you haven't been able to really find something or do something to accommodate yourself? That is a good question. Um Mm, yeah, I had a wedding once where I was just kind of stuck. Ooh. Yeah, I yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. It wasn't someone. It wasn't someone close, and so that's where you eat before you go. Right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, but Greg Roseboom and to the staff at Fruitive, thank you all so very much for hosting us this evening. Thank you. This restaurant is extraordinary, right on Connecticut Avenue here in Dupont Circle in Washington D.C. There are other locations in Norfolk, Virginia, and Virginia Beach, Virginia, which is being renovated but will be reopening very soon. Can't wait to go down there and check out that location when that reopens. Plus the one over by the Grand High. And Fruitive is all over the place. I love this place. And they have the Cacao Pal. Cacao Pal. That's Pow. right. Uh, Lee Crosby, thank you very much for making time here. Thanks for having me on the podcast. I appreciate that. Your wealth of knowledge as always. And oh, by the way, as if we haven't done enough plugs, Lee is a very real person. She is I not am. just a voice that you hear on the show. You can go and visit her at the Barnard Medical Center, 5100 Wisconsin Avenue in beautiful Northwest Washington, D.C. You will do a full nutritional workup. Absolutely. Take a look at the diet, get people going on the right track. And I'm feeling their best. I know. And yep. you know why you do that? It's because you've done it yourself. I have. And that you, is for sure. We we walk the talk. You can identify with every single person that walks through that door. I, I do. I try to. That's amazing. I, I sure try. You have a really cool job, lady. I have the best job, actually. <laughs> well, what's the second best? Well, I mean, come okay. on, mate. Come on. I like my job. Right here. <laughs> right. Anyway. Point. Lee Crosby, thank you very much. Greg Roseboom, the Freudive staff, thank you very much. And for everybody that came out this evening, give yourself a round of applause if you're not eating that gingerbread yum yum. It looks incredible. <laughs> So much fun out there. I love taking the exam room on the road. Have microphone, will travel. That should be our motto. We want to get this message out in front of as many eyes and ears as possible. And if that means taking the show on the road, well then, by golly, that is exactly what it is that we want to do. So shoot me a message on Twitter or Instagram at Chuck Carroll WLC. You can find me on Facebook. Shoot me a message there and let me know if you have a restaurant or you run a a veg fest and you would like for us to come out there. We would absolutely love to try to make that work. Shoot me the message and we'll see if we can make that happen. I'm also really glad that the cookies went over like gangbusters. I was sweating bullets 
I'm not a baker. I'm really not a baker, but Rip Esselstyn's recipe for those chocolate chip raisin oatmeal cookies are just extraordinary. It was super easy to follow, and that is in his Engine 2 cookbook. We will be posting up a link to that on my Facebook page and in the show notes below. Now then, recently, I had the opportunity to spend some time out in L.A. And L.A., by the way, is actually the number one market for this podcast. So, hi, L.A. Thank you for listening. Uh, It was really great to be out there. Let me tell you about how incredible the plant-based scene is on the West Coast. It is just extraordinary. It is so powerful. There are so many more vegan options out in LA than there have been anywhere else virtually that I've been in this entire world. It seemed like you couldn't go a block or two without seeing some ode to a plant-based this or a plant-based that. And in some cases, full-blown plant-based restaurants. I had an opportunity to check out a couple of them. Thank you so very much, by the way, for your recommendations. I hit up Little Pine, which is owned by Moby. And Moby is a huge supporter of the Physicians Committee. And all of the proceeds from his restaurant actually go to benefit nonprofit organizations. And so I wanted to go there and see what was on the menu. And I got there for brunch on Saturday. And this place was just packed. It was absolutely packed with people. This is the spot to be in if you're in LA and you're going to brunch. So they were able to squeeze me in because I was by myself. Everybody else was tied up with meetings and this and that. But I was able to go there and I got the tofu scramble and a black tea and a lemonade and a biscuit. And it was amazing. Seriously. Tofu scrambles, I've had so many of them. I make them very often myself back at the house. But this tofu scramble, there was just something special about it. I don't know if the vegetables were extra fresh and maybe there was just a secret garden on the roof that they picked these the peppers from and the onions and the spinach. And I don't know where they got these vegetables from, man, but it was packed with flavor. It was so, so, so good. And the biscuit, I hadn't had a biscuit in years. That was really nice. That spoke to the old Southern boy in me. I thoroughly enjoyed that. But this black tea lemonade, they didn't call it an Arnold Palmer, but that's what I call it. This black tea lemonade that they served was off the chain. It was so, so tasty. Uh, Really good. But beyond that, beyond that, It was just the fact that the staff there was so incredibly nice. I I put up a lot of pictures from my visit there on Instagram. And just a quick fun story before we bring on Audrey and Jeff Dunham. Just indulge me for a second. I go there. I eat the meal. And I can't leave without taking a photo. So I ask the host at the front of the restaurant if he would take my picture for me. I didn't want a selfie. I wanted something that was just framed a little bit better, you know, a wider shot. I only have short arms. So I asked him to take this picture for me. And before I knew it, like, we were doing a full-blown photo shoot. You would have thought that this was for the cover of a magazine. I mean, this was just extraordinary. He's telling me to stand here and stand directly under this light. No, now I need you to take a half a step to the left. Nope, nope, a quarter step back to the right. Okay, great. Now look up at the light and pretend like you're thinking about something. Okay, great. Do that. Okay, now I want for you to turn around. Turn around and face the bookcase, but I need for you to take a quarter step back to your left and then bring your right foot back just a little bit. 
yes, perfect. Don't move. I'm taking the picture. Boom. He snaps off about five. And then and then he asked me to turn back around and mean mug for the camera. But again, had to be directly under this one light. So everything was framed just perfectly, snapped off another bunch of photos. And I was like, did, did you go to photography school? Is this what you do? And he's like, no, nah, I was just born in L.A. I just I couldn't help but to laugh at that, because if you ask anybody anywhere else on the face of the earth to take your picture, odds are you're going to get back something that's blurry, that's out of focus. Maybe they only got you from the shin down. I don't know. But this was really, really incredible. So go check out that (laughs) that impromptu photo shoot up there on my Instagram at Chuck Carroll WLC. So thank you, sir. Thank you very much for your assistance. That was much appreciated. And you go check out Little Pine out in Los Angeles. The food there is out of this world. Now then, time to talk to Audrey and Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham, you know him. Super famous comedian. He's got all of those puppets that he brings up on stage. He's the ventriloquist to end all ventriloquists. And his wife, Audrey Dunham, is a budding superstar in the plant-based community. She is extremely passionate about health and about fitness, and now she is championing that with plant-based diets. And, and she is also one that fits the bill about healthier holiday treats because Audrey Dunham has her own line of cookies. It is called Peanuts Bake Shop. Peanuts is based off of a character that Jeff uses in his shows. So Peanuts Bake Shop, that is where you can find these extraordinary vegan cookie mix kits that she sells that are just fabulous. So I had an opportunity to speak with them out in Los Angeles, and the conversation is just knee-slappingly funny. Jeff is as funny as advertised, and Audrey, this is her second time on the show. She is just a delight, and she is a wealth of information. She is a mother. She is a trainer, and she is just all about making the world a better place, and she's all about keeping her husband healthy, too. So what did they do? They pack up a bunch of lunches. What do they do? What does she do? She packs up a bunch of lunches, puts them on Jeff's tour bus for him, sends him off into the world, and then he brings back all of the empty containers ready for her to refill them when he gets back in town for the next time he goes out on tour. Really fun family to talk to. Just extraordinarily funny people. And I think that you're going to like this conversation. You're going to get a lot of great tips about how to keep it vegan when you are on the road and you think that there aren't many vegan options. Well, what Jeff found out is it's really easiest to keep it vegan in the places that you would least expect. Continuing here on the Exam Room Podcast, brought to you by the Physicians Committee with the weight loss champion, Chuck Carroll. Man, what a treat this is. Audrey Dunham, I've had you on the show before via Skype, but now to be sitting next to you is just incredible. Thank you so much. And look Wonderful to be here. With you. <laughs> my better half, my husband, Jeff. So happy he could join me today. Your taste tester, right? Oh, yes. Number one above anybody else. My mom is number second, number two for sure, but he is, he has amazing taste buds, I'll say. Well, this is, this is very exciting because we are getting together here at just the right time because we are talking about healthier holiday treats. And well, of course, the easiest way to make a holiday treat healthier is to take out the animal products. Right. You, for listeners of the show, you have a delicious plant-based cookie line, do you not? 
I do. It's called Peanuts Bake Shop, named after one of my husband's famous characters, Peanut. Um, c- completely vegan, gluten-free, but my goal was to create something that didn't taste vegan or gluten-free. Just completely delicious and decadent for vegans, people who are on gluten-free diets or not. Everybody loves it and everybody enjoys it. So that was the goal. Jeff, do you have a sweet tooth? I do have a sweet tooth. You probably saw my lunch today. It was like, uh, you know, they were like... <laughs> I wasn't going to call you out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Three or four different desserts on there. Yeah. yeah, but that's what's crazy about this uh, cookie and what she's done is, uh, I, you know, I, you can put that cookie on a plate next to a regular chocolate chip cookie and nobody knows the difference. They're, they're absolutely... I, I put them toe-to-toe with any cookie you have and you know, usually you say gluten-free and it's like, it tastes like cardboard. And uh, but yeah, and then the chocolate that she has to be dairy free is that's a that's a real seller as well uh, for people to not just because of the vegan aspect, but because people have the lactose intolerance and all that. And right, so uh, yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can I can attest to the power of these cookies. You know, my my taste tester, she's about three thousand miles away right now. But right. your lovely wife, yes. Julie, yes, uh-huh. hi, honey. Uh, <laughs> but so when when you were kind enough to send a, a, a bag of your cookie mix, right? We thought, okay, well, we're going to make these last a week they're going to be great Mm-mm. these things were gone and not only did they go very quick in our house she took them in with her to the office and you know she works in, in news and the the crew there is they're just notorious for being picky eaters uh-huh. but they just dove right into these uh, things and they were gone you. in the blink of an eye i'm so happy to hear that audrey that's how you know that you have a good cookie Oh, you know, I spread them out as, as far and wide as I can, get as much feedback as I can. It's, it's been a process. I actually originally launched this cookie kit line in 2015 while I was pregnant with my twin sons. Wouldn't recommend that. Yeah, <laughs> right? Launching a, a big business while you're pregnant uh, in general, blood alone twins. But um, it, it's been a project that I've been fine-tuning, getting the recipe as perfect as I possibly can, um, improving it little by little. I feel now the original chocolate chunk and the midnight chocolate chunk completely solid. Those are great uh, cookie kits, and now I'm launching more flavors. Now, this is the holiday season, obviously. Cookies galore, right? Right. So it's baking season. I sure. know. What is, what is your favorite holiday cookie right now? Oh, gosh. Well, on AudreyDunham.com, um, I have uh, a food blog. That's a food and lifestyle blog, but lots and lots of recipes. One of my favorite cookies, other than my cookie kits, would be my soft ginger snap cookies. They're... Yeah, those are pretty much Christmas crack. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, I was, I was, I was going to say, taste tester, what say you? <laughs> right, and and my father, who's the opposite of a vegan, he these are his favorite cookies, and he even says that he'll find himself craving them on a regular basis. So I, I, um, I always make them this time of year for sure. Go through the ingredients is nuts. And the ginger snaps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you have to have your molasses. So most people, they think ginger snaps and, and you hear snap, it's like a crunchy type of cookie. But I grew up with a type of ginger snap that was really, really soft. It was from one of my mom's really old cookbooks. I mean, the pages are falling apart. It's such an old book. Passed down um, through and, the generations. Right. And I took that recipe, um, made it my own, made it vegan and gluten-free. And uh, it, so I grew up with soft ginger snap cookies. So you have lots of molasses, some brown sugar, um, Gosh, I can't remember anything else. But those are the flavors you taste. <laughs> yeah, a, a, a lot of people don't know. You know, you say the word vegan, and they think as eh, this skinny, emaciated guy. Right. Well, yeah, no, no. <laughs> no. You guys should see the spread that's just upstairs. It's unbelievable. One hundred percent vegan. It's, it's crazy. Ooh, really good. Uh, but you, obviously, neither one of you grew up being vegan, right? Correct. So who went vegan first in this relationship? That'd be me. All right. Um, and then, I, and I just went along for the ride because. You know, uh, kind of through osmosis, I'd hear things, and then she'd show me things, and I'd read things, and and it just started. 
sort of started clicking for me, making sense, and then... Uh, and plus, I cook. I'm yeah, and plus, yeah, house, whatever so. is put down in front of me at the house is what I get to eat. Right. right. But uh, it just all started making sense for me, and some of my friends are like, don't you feel terrible? And I don't, I don't miss anything. The only thing, and I think most people say this, that I missed for a little while was the cheese. Mm-hmm. And the dairy, for some reason, was no big deal to give up. The meat was no big deal to give up. And you, I say that now. If you had said that to me when I first began, I thought this is going to be next to impossible. But it was, it was a slow process because slow she would process. encourage me yeah. at mealtimes when we'd go out to eat. She would just encourage me, and she would never shame me. But it was kind of like, it was kind of like uh, when I'm getting ready for a special and trying to knock off a few pounds. I'm be, I'm going to have this. And she'd go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's your choice. Yeah, it's your she choice. said it in the eyes, right? <laughs> it's right. the eyes and the tone, right. not the words. Right. And so it was the same thing with, the, you know, uh, with meat and uh, any animal products at all. It was, it was just kind of like she didn't push it on me, didn't shove it in my face, but was just kind of like, okay, you can if you want. I think the big key, though, there's two things. Knowing your, your reasons why. So you do the research and you figure out, okay, how do we get milk? And, and, oh, wait, cows aren't always pregnant. How do they get pregnant? And you find out all these gory details and it starts to be less and less appealing. That's how it was for me anyway. So if you have your clear reasons why, if you look into it, not only the health aspect, but the animals, what they're going through, how miserable they are, and the fear that they live in. And, um, but then you also have the environment, of course. So many different reasons. Um, but then all of these different diseases that are associated with animal products, the saturated fat, the cholesterol, uh, you name it, the hormones. Um, then those, the reasons why become really, really strong and powerful, and it becomes easier to do. But, but, I, I think, I, I'm in, but I think even if you separate the animal aspect, let's just pretend that they aren't animals and there's not life there. Just what she said, the health aspects and the downside of consuming those products because of what's in them now right. versus what it was years and years ago. Right. Um, so those were the stats that kind of started getting to me because I grew up in Texas and, you know, barbecue, I, come on. Oh, yeah. That's a part, a part of life. And oh, so yeah. I do miss that now and then. And I admittedly, somebody says, you got to try this. I'll, I'll still take a bite. And that's but, the other thing, too, is that you have to know that it doesn't have to be all or nothing necessarily um, for everybody. It's what you do the majority of the time that makes the biggest difference and if you can't switch flip a switch and go 100% overnight like some people do you shouldn't feel bad about that I think if you need to take baby steps and that's as long as you're going in the right direction or what you're doing consistently is is um, mostly plant-based or vegan then you're doing a lot of great for the for the planet and your health I mean you can be extending your life one day at a time with the way you're eating. It, it really so. is. It, it comes down to the person and right. their personality. Are they the, you know, let's just dip my toe in there and then right. maybe tomorrow be ankle deep? Or, you know, am I doing a cannonball off of the deep end? Right. You know? So I was a deep end guy. I, I was like all in. But I totally understand now, like, yeah. why people need to do things gradually sure. in some aspects. But you, Mr. Texas Barbecue, have you tried the jackfruit, the barbecue jackfruit? Oh, I love oh, sure. it. Yeah, okay. the different spices. And, and, and it's great that it's just blank powder. And it's however you, you season, season it. it. It's great. Yeah. Just yeah. like tofu, right? It's really yeah. fun. Yeah, you can make it anything you want. So here's a question. You spend so much time out on tour. How often are you on tour now? Uh, ten days a month, usually. Uh, ten shows a, a month. So about, you know, 30% of the time. But what Audrey does is we have the tour bus, and she will make all my lunches for the, the, the five days that I'm gone uh, for that particular week. And then... It's also kind of amazing that wherever we go, uh, my crew, Audrey and another guy on the crew, are in charge of finding the 
a place that'll make something vegan or cook vegan or the vegan restaurant. And that's really difficult in many of the cities that we go to, to find some place. But they've always managed to find some yeah. place. And uh, so that's how I do it on the road. And I don't, I don't cheat. The only thing I cheat on is I have a few too many sweets now and then, but that's yeah, about the sweet it. sweet tooth, right? Well, look, yeah. Look who you're married to. Cookie line. Come on, man. <laughs> if you didn't have a sweet tooth, I would say, eh, I'm not sure this is going to work out, you guys. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Have to find somebody else to taste us. So uh, I think that a lot of people who are curious, you know, it's, it's about the time people are thinking about New Year's resolution. They want to improve their health. A lot of people are going to be going plant-based. So. Sure. What is, you know, your best advice for finding those vegan places? You're an expert on it at this point. So how do you go out, be able to enjoy a meal, find that place that can still help them out? I think when all else fails, go to a steakhouse, which is crazy. I know. Baked potatoes, vegetable salad, done. You have some bread. You will not leave hungry. I've never left a restaurant Hungry, period. And how many times do you go to a big restaurant like that, a uh, big steak restaurant, f- big famous steak restaurant, and you, you, you have the salad, you have all the stuff, and by the time the main course is about you're to get stuffed. there, you're, you're done. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I love that. With, you know, some of these great steak places in L.A., we never hesitate going because I know it's going to be an amazing meal, even if we don't eat the, the, the meat, the, yeah. what you're, everybody else is there for. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, I gave the same advice to somebody recently, and they looked at me like I had three heads, but I was right. like, you got to understand. Right. They've got the baked potato. they got baked sweet potatoes. They've got yes, steamed broccoli. They've got rice. Like, they got what you need. Yeah. Like, everything that's on that menu that isn't meat, you know, there's a good chance you can eat it. Yeah. Yeah, they have the best sides for sure. And then, and then the other advice: um, talk to the server because you will be surprised how they can modify dishes. A lot of restaurants they just want you to be happy. So if you talk to the server, even talk to a chef, is there any way we can make it this way or leave this off? Most likely, the answer will be yes. True story. Yeah. At a steakhouse in Hampton, Virginia, with yeah. my in-laws, our server at the steakhouse vegan. Nice. Can you believe it? A vegan server at a steakhouse. Torture. How fantastic is that? And after you had the conversation, they were overheard and she was fired. That's too bad. No, no, well, it was funny because, like, I'm I'm giving the guy my order and he cocks his head. He's like, Are you vegan? I was like, Absolutely. He's like, Me too. You know, it was like, it was. It was like a dirty little secret. He didn't want the manager to hear. That's funny. Wow. But you guys are the parents of how many kids now? He has three grown daughters, my okay. stepdaughters, uh, Brie, Ashton, and Kenna, the grown women, and we have four-year-old twin boys. Okay. How was it bringing up the, the twins on a plant-based diet? Uh, so at first, you go through this little, if, if you don't know a, a bunch and you don't go in with a lot of confidence, um, you have this fear that you're going to be doing something horrible to your kid if they don't have the dairy because... Every kid needs dairy to be healthy, right? And the haters online? Not the case. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I did a a video on my YouTube channel about what's included in my kid's lunchbox, Mm -hmm. and um, people wanted to report me. They they were saying that it was the worst case of of child abuse they'd ever seen, and then... It was it was really a shame. It was heartbreaking for me because it's quite the opposite. I feel like I'm setting my kids up for being the healthiest humans on the planet. And, um, I mean, you see these milk cartons and you see uh, growth hormone-free, but regardless, even if it's it's not given to the cow, there are six hormones automatically in cow's milk because it's in the mother's milk. Right. And so that's going straight to your kid. If you think about it, that 
mother cow is is giving fuel to its baby so that it can grow from a 60-pound calf to either a 600-pound cow or a 1,600-pound bull. So you're thinking growth hormone, I mean, IGF-1 growth hormone is in there no matter what, and there's no way to filter that out as far as I know, plus the six other hormones that are just naturally occurring in the mother's milk. So that's going straight to our kids and to us if we're consuming dairy. That's why kids are starting, girls are starting their period sooner, why, why there's so many skin problems, why there's constipation, because these parents think that they need the milk. So, so the kids are having cheese, milk, yogurt all day long, and they're not getting enough fiber. So really, if you, if you focus on foods that have the most fiber, sweet potatoes, nut butter, um, avocado, all these great foods, you're naturally going to get all the protein you need. You don't even have to worry about that. Hummus, um, honestly, it's just about getting your kids to like these foods at a really young age if you can. So that's the goal. But those all sound like good foods. Those are foods that I would have eaten when I was a kid and right. didn't even know what the word vegan meant. Well, same for you. I mean, you're talking about nut butter. What kid doesn't like peanut butter? Right. You know, I mean, come on. Yeah. Jeff, you're in the spotlight. You have some sort of celebrity. We, we just heard what Audrey goes through with some pushback. Have you experienced any of that? You know, I kind of, I, I don't, I, I talk about it a little bit. I, uh, when I do my commercial in the show, when I push Audrey's cookie line, and I say that, you know, and I also say, please follow her at audreydunham.com and on her blog and all that, and I say a lot of plant-based recipes and all that. So I know that, you know, I, I'm there f- for my audience to entertain them uh, for what they showed up for, and that's to laugh and just have fun. It's the same thing with politics. I don't push things left or right because I, that's not, not what they're, they're there. there. They're right. there to laugh and have fun, so I try and make it fun for everybody. I don't pick sides and don't push anything. So it's the same thing, you know, with veganism. It's it's like uh, like a religion. You, you you can say to someone, are you interested in this? Would you like to know more about this? Until they open their mind to it, um, you're, you're bugging the hell out of them. Yeah, so, it can be tricky, for yeah, sure. Yeah, so, you know, we have friends like that. I have relatives. It's the same thing. It's like, well, here's what we do, you know. Um, so if you're interested... Audrey's happy to talk to you about it, and I will as well. So I don't really talk about it on stage or on camera much at all. I mean, because I'm there to sell tickets and to entertain. That's my job. This is her job, and she's great at it. And by the way, all that information that she just spewed out. So here's me with an ice cream cone. Uh... Hmm. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't eat this. I got it. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I could go on and on about dairy. Don't even get me started. I already did get started. So, but um, but it, that's that's one of. The, I think that's worse than me, really. The dairy. Do, do you have like crew members who have come up to you and been like, "Hey, what, what's this whole vegan thing about?" No, pretty much the opposite. They don't want to hear it. Oh, they don't <laughs> want to hear it. Yeah, because it, it, people like to live in the dark. They don't want to know. <laughs> no, they don't. My crew is from Ohio. And uh, these guys are just like, you know, they've been with me for 10 years. And we just, we, we, we tried at one time to, you know, encourage a few things. And it, it was not met with uh, optimism these or guys, open These guys, they work, you know, these, these crazy long hours. And they yeah. live for their big treat foods every single day. Right. That are big indulgent meals, Maybe. which they could still have if they were vegan. But. Well, the fact of the matter is, yeah. it's like, you have to want to change. You can't force it on sure. anybody. Yeah, you know? yeah, well, yeah. it's so funny to me, because I, I grew up in a, a very uh, strict Christian home and uh, a religious environment, went to a summer camp that was Christian. And so I see, I honestly see the parallels with, you know, you're trying to save someone with Christianity, because otherwise, you know, uh, if you believe by the book that they're going to, I'm not saying this, but, they, you know, you're taught that they're going to go to hell if they don't believe exactly the way you do. Well, it's you, like, you don't want that for other people, you don't want right? that. Yeah. You want that for your friends and family. You don't want that. So I, I almost feel the same thing with the veganism. It's like, 
you've been my friend forever. I don't want you to die. I don't want you to be unhealthy. I want you to live the happiest, healthiest life you possibly, longest life you possibly can. And here it is. If you want this, I recommend this highly. And yeah. and again, you 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 risk a lot of negativity if if you push it much past that. And yeah. it's it's tough. But you have yeah. to be open minded. Right. But I mean, just you have to feel good then about the way that you're you're raising your boys. Then with that, you know, wanting right. to hand them down that information and that long, healthy life, you get them started from day one. You know, sure. like, so. yeah. can we tell them about Thanksgiving? Oh, by all means. <laughs> Story Wait, time Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. This past one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, So Audrey's family, you know, we, they, they still want to have the turkey. So we had the turkey, and we kept telling the boys, don't say anything, because what will happen is we'll go to the grocery store. This is, I couldn't believe it. We're at the grocery store, and we're walking down the aisle, and the boys go, is this, Mommy, is this from cow's milk? Right? Is this cow's milk, this Mommy? This cow's milk? And there'll be people everywhere, they're like, ew, from a cow. What did they say? They... Well, they, they recognize it now because there's a cow on the label. So I don't even have to. I don't have to tell them. I'll just. They'll be behind me, and all of a sudden I hear ew, <laughs> and they're pointing at the milk. So it's like ah, I don't know these kids. I don't I, teach I gotta, them to do that. Right. I don't. I don't we'll know where they get that. But yeah. So just from by example, living at the house, they've just you know we've talked about it that this is from a cow. We don't do that. Right. So then at Thanksgiving, I kept telling them. Now look, there's going to be a real turkey there. That they've never seen it. They've never seen it before. So it's like, don't just don't say anything. You know, know, people live the way they should. It's tough to tell a four-year-old this: that live and let live. We believe what we want, and and they believe what they want. So just, it's okay. We're all family. (laughs) So what happens? Her father's carving the bird, and then they get their stools up to get the front row seat, and then they start making remarks to my dad and asking him (laughs) questions. Why are you doing to that? To that? Why? What are you doing to that dead bird? <laughs> wow. wow! I can see its skeleton. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody! Oh, my poor it dad! A, I'm just a, like, what? Dad, I'm sorry. You guys don't say that. Remember, we don't say anything. You can watch if you want because they're curious. They've never seen it, like a dead. They've animal. never seen a carcass. Oh. So it's like, yeah, okay, I, yeah, they're boys. They're they're curious, you know. And, and death yeah. is a weird thing, and so sure. yeah, yeah, so they, they were, are. But asking, they were asking. Glued. They weren't. They weren't judgmental. They were just asking. Asking kid questions, right? They were trying the to be skeleton? mean. Yeah, they they didn't they didn't think poorly of my dad, but they just wanted to know what was going on. Like, and was, how and how was your dad as he's carving and fielding these questions? Completely speechless, smiling, <laughs> looking at me, and I jumped in and tried to save him. So, <laughs> like guys, no, no. remember? Oh, so uh, as we wrap up, uh, Jeff, you're you said constantly on tour. Give yeah. me a couple dates coming up. Oh heck, I don't know. Uh, go to jeffdunham.com, and we are all around the country. I don't even know where I'm going this week. Yeah, where yeah. am I going next week? I don't know. And we start up uh, right after uh, Christmas, Christmas right. or the 28th or 29th, and I'm in. I have no idea, but it's everywhere. I know yeah. you're you're coming near me because I was just at an event in Baltimore, and I saw you advertised on the side of the oh. building. So we should stop by and say hi. Yeah. That should be the one you come on. Oh, well, come yeah. on. Let Dinner's on me. Say hi. Yeah, sure. yeah. Charm City vegan dinner, man. Oh. We'll do it upright, guys. Fantastic. I'm in. That and fun. you, as we are talking about healthier holiday treats and a whole bunch of other stuff now, yeah. uh, you have a new cookie coming out, don't new you? New flavor cookie kit. It's cinnamon oatmeal, and oh. it is 
I like to say one of the best cinnamon oatmeal cookies you'll ever have in your life, one of your best oatmeal cookies, period. Um, what I like to do is provide fun recipes, things you can do with the cookie kit just to have fun and get creative. Um, if you jump on the social media page for Peanuts Bake Shop, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you see all these great things you can make, such as a giant cake out of like a cookie cake, just fun things like that, or stuffing um, the cookies with peanut butter things um, to that nature, just lots of glorious things. So with the oatmeal cookies, I left out the raisins, I left out the chocolate so people could have fun with it, uh, buy the kits and explore and see how they like to mix it up, if they like. But as on its own, you really don't need anything. The midnight chocolate chunk is still my favorite. Uh-huh. Really this is like a black, dog. black, black yeah. cookie. You know, people don't think about it, they go, why is an Oreo black? Well, oh, well, because it's dark chocolate. It's a type of cocoa. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's what hers are. Oh, man, it's just amazing. Yeah. I bake them on the bus for the crew every once in a while. You have an oven on your bus? I have a little bus on the oven, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oven on your bus. I have on the bus. a bus on your oven. I have a bus on my oven, too. <laughs> I have an oven on the bus. Yeah, I do. I have a little oven on the bus, and uh, it's dangerous going down the road at 70 miles an hour pulling hot cookies out of the oven, but I still do it. Yeah, like what happens if you hit a pothole or a speed bump or something? Well, then my bus driver, Dana, gets yelled at. Ah! <laughs> Dana? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a great uh, driver, though. That is that fantastic. Uh, you guys have a standing invitation to come back on the show whenever you feel so inclined. Uh, oh, you, thank you, you so guys much. guys are just joyous. I would love to. Thank you. Thank I want to see your pictures of when you weren't what you are now. Oh, she hold on. Let's get me. this on camera. Hold on one second. This is very <laughs> this is unprofessional. 200 pounds, right? Here. right? It was uh, two, 280 at my... Or, no, until, I lost until 280. What age? Until yeah. what age? You lost 280. Yeah, so I was 420 at my heaviest. What? At what wow. age? Uh, 27 is the day that And then I what clicked in your head when you went, I got to quit this? Dude, there's so much that goes into it, and it is... Uh, I wanted to live to I've see I've seen that 30. one on your Instagram. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, that is not you. Yeah. What the heck? You would never guess in a so million years. So you'll show this on camera, obviously. I will, I will show that on camera. That I will definitely is show that. unbelievable. And what size pants are those? 66-inch waist. Oh, my 66-inch waist and a 6XL shirt. And so, but you, Success. Wow. But you oh, didn't do so it the vegan sure. way. You were doing it another way until right. you got to the veganism. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I didn't come across veganism until much later. I mean, I, I wish that I had, but yeah. this guy wasn't ready quite to hear about plant-based diets. So and then look at you amazing. look younger now. This I do. So incredible. I'm 26 Check. in this photo. Wow. And I probably felt like 60. Sure. <laughs> you know? I, so, I can't do you go back to class right. reunions? Man, okay, so as soon as the camera stops rolling, I've got stories for you about the 10-year reunion, my friend. Oh, wow. It was gosh. wild. It People was wild. were probably taking pictures with you. You were probably a celebrity. That's amazing. It was, it was or they thought you were sick. <laughs> <laughs> there was that. Yeah. So, yeah. But, man, yeah, best thing I ever did. So. Oh, good That's for you. Amazing. That Congratulations. That's strength. awesome. Good for you. Yeah. How, how long did that take from that to that? So a uh, year and a half to lose the majority of the weight, and then, you know, I was carrying around 25 extra pounds, didn't even realize it until I went plant-based, and then the rest just kind of fell off. So wow. I went from a 66-inch waist to 32. Wow. But, like, the wow. scary thing here is, is we take this home is really I couldn't find pants. I knew I was shopping in Big and Tall, and they only went up to a 70. And I was putting on weight so quickly that I was like, man, within a year, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, what am I going to wear? So, ah. And I wasn't ready to be a nudist, so it was time to lose weight, yeah. you know? <laughs> do you still wow. eat desserts, though? Yes, sure. but they, they have to be, you know, like, clean, and it's it's not like an indulgence every day, for sure. Right. So it's right. it's a treat. You mm-hmm. know, like, fast food was my vice. Like, right. drive mm-hmm. through, the people at the drive-thru knew me on a first-name basis. I was like Norm from Cheers, you know? Oh, I'd pull wow, up, it's yeah. like, Chuck, you know? Sure, yeah. So, 
Yeah, yeah the triple ah. Wendy's. That was co- that was a college food for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Audrey Yay. and Jeff Dunham, thank you guys so very much. Always Thanks a pleasure much. talking to you, Chuck. Awesome. Thank you so much for having us. I could talk to those two all day, every day. Audrey and Jeff Dunham, just phenomenal human beings. I love so much what they bring to the table. And if you get a chance, go back and listen to the interview that I did with Audrey Dunham a while back, where she talked about how she keeps it vegan for her young twin children. We went into depth in that interview. If you are a mother or maybe you're a grandmother and you want to pass this down to your own daughter who has her own children, that's where you're going to get a ton of great tips from Audrey. Believe me, she's super funny, but she absolutely knows what she's talking about. And if you want to get in on those new cookies, check them out. They are cinnamon oatmeal and they are absolutely delicious. You can find them, place an order at peanutsbakeshop.com. And you can also find Audrey on Instagram at Audrey E. Dunham. That's Dunham, D-U-N-H-A-M. And of course, look for Jeff on tour. He's always, he's all over the place. Hopefully I'll get a chance to catch him uh, not too distant future. I think he's coming to Baltimore maybe in January. That'll be fun to see him. Get a bunch of people from the office here, go up and and check out what a vegan ventriloquist is all about. I think that it's going to be a ton of fun. I think he also has a new Netflix special. So he's all over the place if you want to check him out. But Audrey E. Dunham on Instagram and PeanutsBakeShop.com is the place to go to get those new cinnamon oatmeal cookies. They are delicious. And indeed, they are plant-based. Hey, if you ever have any questions that you would like for us to answer on the show, we would love to hear from you. We will be opening up the doctor's mailbag right as we start the new year. So get your questions in now. It could be anything. And we will ask a doctor on this show, whether it's Dr. Vanita Raman or Dr. Neil Barnard or Dr. Jim Loomis, maybe one of our wonderful nutritionists. We will be asking the doctors plenty of questions in the new year, but we need for you to ask them here first. So go ahead and tweet us or send us your questions on Instagram at Chuck Carroll, WLC in both places or at PCRM on Twitter and at Physicians Committee on Instagram. Just go ahead and send those questions using the hashtag exam room podcast. And also, while we're in the asking mood, go ahead and also please subscribe to the exam room by the Physicians Committee on Apple Podcast and wherever shows are available. And when you do, please also leave a five-star rating. And I will tell you why. Because those five-star ratings go a long way, a very, very long way into helping get the show out in front of as many eyes and as ears as possible. And that is important because we are sharing life-changing and in many cases, life-saving information. So often we get letters and feedback from people who are saying, hey, thank you so much for this tip. It really helped me out. And now my cholesterol is 30 points lower or my blood pressure has dropped and I'm off of my medication or I even reversed heart disease. We love getting those emails. And then so when you give those five-star ratings, that improves our rankings on Apple Podcasts and more people will see and hear this show and get this information and be able to change their lives. So that is a long-winded way of asking you to please do your part to help the next person. And I thank you very much in advance. 
My thanks again to Lee Crosby and the wonderful staff at Fruitive for a delightful evening full of healthier holiday treats. And of course, also to Audrey and Jeff Dunham. They are just the superstars, funny, funny superstars of the plant-based community. And I thank you so very much for listening. For everyone here at the Physicians Committee, I am the weight loss champion, Chuck Carroll. Have a wonderful holiday season. And remember, keep it plant-based.